Look, the fire's coming. Are you ready for the fire? We're firemen. Okay. We are firemen! Got it, coach. The heat doesn't bother us. We live in the heat. We train in the heat. Yeah, let's go. It tells us that we're ready. We're at home. We're where we're supposed to be. Yeah, first off, when I say thanks, coach. thanks coach. Working hard doesn't mean bankroll. But aim for the box for the bank, though. Uh. Pad to pen, yeah, take note. Got at the helm, we in the same boat. The game requires all the pain, though. No slack, practice never cancel. Yeah. Learn how to ball. Yeah. Coach when I fall. Uh. Lesson is learned. You're listening to Thanks Coach with your host, Darnell Samuels. What up, what up, what up, good people? Welcome to the last episode of season one of Thanks Coach. I want to thank everybody for you know, following, listening, sharing. Um, glad everybody's been enjoying it. A lot of great feedback. And so I decided to do this last episode for the season to recap the season, but also let you guys know um, what's planned for season two and what goes in what went into putting this uh project together and hopefully there'll be many more so i brought on a friend of mine um, from way back in the day tristan barrox who what up what up what up say what up. hey what's up how you doing how you doing what's up everybody yeah so uh he's not a hooper but uh, hey, hey, listen, listen, I, <laughs> listen, I just, I, I had some crossovers back in the day. Don't worry about that, man. Don't worry about that. Before Iverson, there was me. Iverson got his skills, his skills from me. Trust me. I was dribbling, dribbling with the left and the right hand. Don't worry about it. I am it's mad at good. you. I am mad at you, man. Shoot. <laughs> just need my knee, knee pads right now. I can show the, the, the young bucks something still. <laughs> yeah, but I brought, guys, I brought Tristan on because uh, he's really good at what he does. And that's putting together stories and telling stories through media through podcasting, through video. And so I really wanted to drive home the point of the podcast of storytelling and not necessarily just talking about basketball, but the importance of story. So Tristan, um, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit what you do and who you are. Yeah, uh, first of all, thank you for bringing me on the show. Um, I think it's phenomenal. I think I, l- I just love what you're doing. I think any any opportunity that you have to, to put together um, – you know, human beings and the human experience and use um, a tool or uh, um, an activity like sports to be able to share life lessons is is dope. It's it's super dope and it's super engaging. Um, for me, what I do is I, I describe myself as the digital storyteller. Um, so I do or I profess to do a, a art form called digital storytelling, which is simply the process of using digital media, new media, like photography and cinematography and graphic design to communicate human-centered stories. Um, so it's all about the human condition, the human experience, the human emotion, and and uh, with the hopes of connecting with the audience um, that's watching it. So that's really what I do. Um, you know, at, on a day-to-day basis, I, I could be editing a wedding or I could be, you know, uh, recording a podcast or I could be you know, doing some Photoshop work, but in everything that I do in terms of an output, the, the, the ultimate goal is to use those forms and those platforms to tell a story, to tell a story, to convey a message that will connect to the target audience. How long you been doing it? I feel like I've been doing it all my life, but um, if we're looking at like, you know, a pro career type of thing, um, I, I would say it's at least 15 years I've uh, been doing it. I started out uh, more as an editor 
Um, once I decided to kind of get away from being in front of the camera, I went behind the camera, uh, started to do a lot of post-production work, editing. And then from editing, I, I, uh, I went back to school and I really learned sort oh, of really? the different disciplines. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, I, I was, I went to school, went to Bible college for like a year, year and a half. Um, mm. Didn't change me at all. No I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, you know, Bible college is great, but um, I think it was really, really good to kind of show me that although I, I was. I'm passionate about my faith. Um, it wasn't going to be expressed in traditional ways. And I had to really understand that and embrace that. And in doing so, um, after leaving Bible college, I was working in the film and television industry as an actor for over, uh, four years. So I was doing that, got typecasted, you know, drug dealer, the pimp, the, oh really? You know the jail, <laughs> yeah, the jailbird. Like I was just that dude, right? right you know right, that big right. black guy. He's he has a fro, and we can put it into braids. Yeah, let's just put him into every you know role possible. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so it was a little bit of a challenge, and I, and at a certain point, I said, you know, what? I need to change the narrative of my career and my life, and I, and and also, you know, those for those that are familiar or not familiar with the film and television industry, if you're not an A-list or a B-list or sort of actor, then you're really just just kind of just spending a lot of time sitting and waiting for things to happen and i'm type of i'm the type of person where my, my father always raised me to create my own opportunities mm -hmm. and uh, in that industry it's very the hierarchy and the, the 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 sort of focus is all around you know waiting for somebody else to give you an opportunity mm. instead of creating the opportunity yourself and, and for, yeah and, and for me it's well i mean you if you look at it, if you really break it down um Dural, if you go to, um, if you look under um, auditions, right, you go and you do an audition, somebody judges you, right, mm -hmm. um, and, and is either going to say, hey, um, you know, Darnell, you're, gonna, you're going to make it or you're not going to make it. I'm going to give you this opportunity. I'm not yeah. going to give you this opportunity. You go to your agent. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, you look good or we have somebody like you on our roster. So I'm either going to give you an opportunity or I'm not going to give you an opportunity. You, you get on set and, and on set, it's like, okay, well, you're either going to make it or not going to make it. You're either going to be a consistent actor in this industry or you're not, right? Everything is limited, limited to somebody else controlling the narrative of who you are as a creative, as a person. Um, and and within your career so for me i just was like that was gross that was a gross gross uh sort of experience and i wanted to you know refine myself in, in a sense and uh, my friend was going back to school and i decided to join him he was learning um new media i want to learn new media sorry, I was well, sorry what do you mean by new media Oh, that's cool. Um, so new media at the time was like digital photography, digital uh, video, graphic design, um, every, anything to do with wow, computer graphics new? or computer. Yeah. Well, that back, back in the day, then. I mean, that, that, <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. digital, they, they called it digital media arts. That's what the, the course was called. And um, it was cool. It was all right. I mean, the first year was much better than the second year. But at the end of the day, I, what I learned was I, I had a passion to tell stories through film. And, um, and and photography and and that's sort of where my path has led me and I've been doing it ever since. Mm -hmm. So so what's your favorite weapon of choice? Because you do photography, video, yeah, absolutely, audio. What do you, what's your favorite? Um, you know, I, I I would say film because I've I've spent so much time with it, but really I I don't really have um a a a tool of choice. I just love what I do, and and I know that sounds cliche, but like. 
I'm falling in love with just doing like podcasts and doing radio uh, shows and, and, and doing things where I have to tell stories in, in a different light where, you know, in this particular medium, people can't see your facial expressions. They can't see your, your body language. They can't see anything. They, they have to just feel your voice. They have to feel the conviction that you're giving um, vocally, right? You're giving a vocal performance. But not only that, now you're also you also have to have a certain level of clarity of thought to be able to effectively and intentionally communicate to your audience so that they can understand what you're trying to communicate. So it gives um, a level of intimacy, um, this format, that a lot of other f platforms like video or photography doesn't give you right away, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I hear you talking and it feels like I'm in your head, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's that sense of being close to somebody and hearing somebody's voice without actually visibly seeing them that makes this this platform like podcasting and 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 um doing live streaming and things of that nature so powerful and i love that but then i also love photography where you can capture a moment uh you know a a, a picture um of a moment in time and you can relive it by just looking at it and your your eye moves across the canvas and moves ac across the imagery and the still um and, and and you start um articulating things in your mind and through your creativity and through your imagination to to go back to that that point in time or to ask questions about what that person was feeling thinking or or saying in that moment and then you have video or, or film where it's like you have moving pictures and the way that you can move the camera um and, and guide the the audience through an experience through a an immersive experience of of sound and of visuals um is, is something that that is truly powerful so all of the different mediums have their their pros and cons i love all of them really do love them equally um you know if somebody was to tell me today ask me today you know what what do i want to do i just want to tell stories so if that means that the next thing is writing a book then that's what i'm going to do to tell a story because that's how passionate i am about telling stories mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah no it's dope man it's funny because i i was doing photography for a while and i was doing videography as well and mm -hmm. you know you, you know you, you develop those editing skills but I stepped away from that and I started podcasting, so it's just straight audio. But the skills I learned from videography and photography helped me with the podcast because yes, mm. you, know, you know, yes, yes, pod podcast is audio, but even when it came to telling the story of Thanks Coach, it it couldn't just be the audio. So for those who follow me on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter you still need great thumbnails. You still need great images. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't mention this in uh, episode zero zero, but here's a fun fact. Uh, the cover image of um, thanks coach is th that's my dad. That's oh, dope. My, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's because people are like, Oh coach, you know, cause they're like, Oh, thanks coach. So they assumed it was coach, but actually, well, yeah, it's my very first coach. Um, my dad right so coaching life yeah yeah That's yeah Co yeah coaching life right so so it was me and my dad but then um i started to you know all the all the interviews were done in person mm. um because i wanted to capture the intimacy um that i had with those coaches and then get pictures uh from them um to help sell that sell the idea of who the person is and try to use two word, uh, a two word phrase to uh, title the title each episode. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I I hear what you're saying. I, I think I think that that that's exactly what I mean. Is like, I think that that just because we can't visibly, um, you know, see something, it doesn't mean that it doesn't need visuals to be described, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that one of the things I'm learning and I'm excited about with podcasting is that it it allows my 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 eyes to relax and my mind to really breathe and expand. Um, I, I love the the idea of being able to say, you know what, I can showcase whatever I want to showcase. I can make this brand however I want to make this. I can put whatever logo I want. I can have whatever fun I want because there's not, there, there's, there's no rules in the sense of like, okay, you know, you have to have a lower thirds and you have to have this and you have to have that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very much with, with, with this medium, outside of the the typical sort of structure show structure i mean like you're saying before you can you can create you know dope graphics you can you can make sizzlers you can you can put a teaser up on instagram or on youtube you can you can put the whole show on youtube and allow people to listen to it that way like you don't necessarily have to uh just uh promote your podcast through traditional um podcast platform uh um streams right but but i think the powerful thing about it is that it's still um it still allows you to express your creativity um and it doesn't stifle it it just channels it in a different way and allows you to really see how you can take something that's just you know audio and now how can i creatively um present that maybe it's taking a snippet from this this conversation and then now uh you know Mm -hmm. getting the Mm -hmm. translation from it and then putting the text and animating the text but you can still make something really creative out of it Right, right, right. Well, so what was there any particular story that stood out to you from the Thanks Coach series? Yeah, um, I actually really liked. Um, there was, there was. Oh, I forgot what his, the gentleman's name was, but he's a, he's a bald coach, and he was the one that you said was really, really hard on you. Oh, Coach um, Phil, Coach Phil, <laughs> dying yeah. breed, the dying breed episode. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found that to be interesting because there's so many things I I relate to. You know, having people in my life that are that were really um that really hard on me um but intentional here's the thing right it's different so so being really hard or ruthless on um um, with a person without any intentionality or without any relationship can breed toxicity right Mm -hmm. so so one of the things that i loved about the fact of your coach being on on your show that particular coach was he shared that his parents were hard on him so he learned it from from other people that wanted the best for him that that actually had a relationship with him and then he tried to emulate that same sort of teaching and that same sort of guidance um the only way he knew how right and and but at the end of the day when you the, the 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 i guess the the secret sauce to that is the idea of if I know the disposition of your heart, right, um, Darnell, towards me, then I'm willing to take your your criticism um, with a grain of salt because I know that at the end of the day, you want the best for me, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's something that that I'll, you know, in this sort of day and age, it's it's challenging because you know, <laughs> some some individuals, not just within you know millennial and Generation Z, but even in our generation. It, it's very hard to criticize them and give them feedback because they always want to get praise. And we're in sort of an era where it's like we want likes and followers, but we don't necessarily want teachers and mentors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Because generational, like there was like a generational development 
in the yeah. show where I started with the guys I used to coach when they were little kids. And then I had episodes with the guys I would I I used to play with. Um, yeah. And then and then I had the coaches who used to coach me. And so yeah, it's generational, and you pass these things on. But you know, as as a lot of the guys were just saying, just time times have changed, and you you know you kind of got to change with the times. Um, which was which was which was true, and it was one of those points where you know you know our kids aren't. You know, it's a different lifestyle than we had, right? Like, you know, when, yeah. when when did you get your first cell phone? Yeah, I mean, I I got my first cell phone probably in grade nine or ten, and and I, and I think to be honest with you, I think I'll probably do that with my kids. I'll probably I probably won't give them, um, you know, access to that sort of technology until until they're they're at an age where they can pay or contribute something towards towards that it'll probably be like two dollars a month for like mm -hmm. you know a, a thousand ter tetrabytes of data <laughs> you know what i mean coming directly into the ear by then but yeah. but the point i'm trying to make is i think there there is there's a level of the thing that i i appreciate about my favorite teachers my favorite coaches my favorite mentors was that they were they were just that they weren't trying to be my friend they were trying to teach me they were trying to mentor me mm -hmm. and shape me, and they they were trying to guide me, right? Mm -hmm. um, in 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 ways that had I not had that pressure, had I not had that um, constra those constraints, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I am today. I mean, mm -hmm. a, a perfect example of that is like um, when I was <laughs> when I was leaving grade eight, going to grade nine, right? So grade eight is is the last sort of middle school grade before you go to mm -hmm. high school right mm -hmm. in canada and i remember i vividly remember i i had my teacher my homeroom teacher mr o Gradnik, mr o i still love him to this day is still in relationship with him and um i wasn't doing my work and i was a great bright student he loved me we had a great relationship and he 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 didn't allow me to pass grade eight he actually transferred me really and i remember yeah and i remember seeing the transfer and back then that was controversial because again they could fail you and hold you back right? oh yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah. they could do that right and you know this is the 90s right yeah uh mid to late 90s so they could do that and and i remember feeling a level of of such um disappointment in myself um for my family you know my parents in him because he knew that I could do better. Mm -hmm. And and I remember saying to myself, I never want to be in a situation where I don't challenge myself <clears throat> enough to do the job that I know I can do and, and do it at the level I can do. And and that's always been in the back of my mind in the sense of like, like if I'm gonna do something, let me do it with all my fervor, with all my energy. Even if I don't feel like I wanna do it, I, I need to give it the best shot I possibly can. Um, because I never want to be in a place where people are just doing me a favor. Like they're, they're giving me an opportunity, not because I earned it, but because, you know, they don't want to see my face anymore or because mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it is, mm -hmm. I, I'd never want to give space for that. But that lesson would have never been learned if I had somebody that was just coddling me, if yes, I had somebody yes. that was just liking me. Right, right? right. And that's something that, that again, you know, looking back at that episode, that's why I, I really related to it because there's so many elements of, of having a, a tough coach or somebody that's really demanding on you mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, you're not going to like it in that moment. But mm -hmm. when you look back, you're like, damn, th those are, that's the, the turning point of my life. Mm -hmm. and, and you got to say thanks coach or, or, or thanks yeah. teach. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, no, that's dope. So now 
so for the my the listeners, the demographic mm-hmm. of, of my listeners are guys like our age, of my age, yeah. um, late thirties. And are so, they from Malton or Rexdale? Uh, you don't yo, know yo, the thing. Yo, yo. You don't know rep, rep. <laughs> you don't know Malton for life. You yeah. know that. Yeah, Coach Wagwan, Alvin, Bridgins. Coach Alvin and, and uh, Freddie and those guys, yeah. You don't know the thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got some of that right there. <laughs> Get uh, some of that foghorn energy. Anyways, I go know. ahead. No, but, you know, it's, it's funny because, like, it's the older generation and, and, mm-hmm. and they're a bit, um, they're not as online as. Yeah the 20 year olds, the 13 year olds and so forth. And so mm-hmm. like putting to get to, trying to uh, cater to, you know, your market, your niche market. Um, mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that in regards to um, putting together a podcast and the importance or podcast, YouTube channel, um, blog. If any of the guys listening want to do it, like talk about like the importance of finding your niche market. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think before you even, find your niche market you got to find your niche voice right like what what is it that you're trying to say mm-hmm. right and why should why should we care why why do you care right because if you don't care then i shouldn't care either right and mm-hmm. and i think that it's really important um when people are creating content um when we're creating podcasts when we're creating digital stories when we're doing videos when we're doing any of those things it has to be alive in us first we have to know why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We have to know. We have to be very intentional about, you know, what story we want to tell, what 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 makes us tick, because that is going to give us the fuel to then create and and be intentional about distributing those things. So so when we're talking about um, niche markets and things of that nature, you know, the first question is why. The the fir- the next question is how how are we going to do it? Maybe a podcast is not the best thing. Maybe it, maybe it's a you know YouTube clips. Maybe it's it's um you know quotes and 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 posting online. Maybe it's it's uh, private coaching groups. Maybe it's public coaching groups. Maybe it's public speaking. You got to mm-hmm. figure out exactly what that that sort of method is. What works best for you, and then from there, then what you want to do is based upon the outcomes. So based upon the outcomes that you want, that will define sort of the types of um, the type of client or the type of audience you want to focus on. Right. If your outcome is, you know, you want to be um, you want to be more of seen as more of an expert in the coaching ranks or whatever else, then then you may not need to do a you know a podcast just about random things right mm-hmm. you may want to be be more strategic about maybe doing a series of videos right of, mm-hmm. of youtube videos showing your technique and showing your thought process you may need to volunteer and 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 and, and connect with some organizations right maybe it's for you it, it's talking about um just like the thanks the um thanks coach podcast it's it's talking about the parallels between athletics and and your personal walk right and and your personal life and and making those parallels if that's if that's what you want to do then it might be it might benefit you to look at um you know even podcasting and maybe not podcasting to the level of oh i have to do a 50 minute show or a 70 minute show maybe it's a 15 minute show maybe it's just a power panel maybe it's just thoughts right maybe it's just um a friend of mine sent me a, a clip of of um 
uh, LeBron James and and the breathing. There was some like sort of breathing app or something like that where he's talking about like meditation mm-hmm. and thinking about certain things. Maybe it's one of those things, right? But but before you you can even get there, you have to know the why. You have to know that the mm-hmm. the how, and then you can start now chipping away at okay, this is the this is my target audience. This is who I'm I'm reaching out to. But with that, what I would add to that is still be pliable and flexible enough and agile enough to realize that, you know what, you may be creating something so dope that it'll reach to a broader audience than you even think. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, be ready to pivot and be ready Mm -hmm. to share that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, So funny because with the with the podcast analytics that come up, uh, most of my listeners are male and most of them are 30 and up. And most of them listen through Spotify and so forth. So you start seeing these things. And, and, and then I know personally, like, the guys that I that listen, they have kids. They're my mm. age. They We all mm-hmm. grew up together. And a lot of guys have been messaging me and saying, oh, yo, man, this is definitely taking me back. And it's taken them back in a sense where they're like, okay, yeah, there were these important lessons I learned as a kid. Now as a grown man, I'm thankful for those moments and i want to pass those down to my kids so you see a lot of the guys um you know passing these things down to their kids and remembering these lessons and again there's nothing wrong with um you know reminiscing and paying it forward right because right now we're at the age we drive we have jobs we have houses um we're at the age where we can now pay it forward so a lot of the guys that listen are coaches either they're coaching their own teams or their own programs or they're coaching their own kids uh, and and so forth, or or sometimes that they sometimes the guys are kind of like, oh, whatever, whatever happened to so and so, whatever yeah, happened to so and so, oh, yo, I didn't know this guy was still you know hooping, or I didn't know this guy, this is what happened to him, and you know, it, it's always one of those things to connect. There's a lot of overlap mm-hmm. within the basketball community in the GTA, so I really wanted to capture that. And so the the next concept, like putting together the brand, and you know, everybody keeps throwing around the the idea of branding. Um, can you, can you talk about that for the listener? Yeah. Um, so I, the best way I can describe what a brand is, a brand is not your logo. A brand is not a slogan. A brand is not registering your business. A brand is not, you know, your product. A brand is really all encompassing the all encompassing feeling and, um, messaging and, uh, tonality that people, clients, um, target audiences feel or think about you so when somebody says to, to you you know um you know what you know asks you you know what do you think about tristan barracks and they say well he's intelligent um he's funny um his work is stellar he's he's a storyteller he's he's an academic he's super uh cordial and engaging that's your brand right like mm-hmm. like it's it's feeling it's thoughts it's 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 a little bit of of everything it's almost like a fruitcake it, it it doesn't really taste that good, but it, but but the idea of it is is that it's a little bit of everything, right? And I think that that if we get hung up sometimes as creatives um, or as people, we get hung up with you know things trying to be perfect or being per, uh, you know getting lost in perfection, yeah. getting lost in you know I need to have my logo perfect or a logo looking dope. I need to have the perfect website. I need to have it. That's great, and those are very important things. But those in and of themselves are not your brand, right? When you think about a brand, think about Apple, 
I think about Apple, the first thing I think about is the, the logo, um, the shiny, glowing logo, and the ding, the whatever that, that, that sounds when you turn it on. And I think about quality. I think about commercials. I think about Super Bowl because they, they created the first Super Bowl um, commercial. Um, I think about Steve Jobs. I think about the iPhone, the iPad, the iPod, the first iPod I had. Right? I think about yeah, all those I, experiences. I, I, think, I think about quality. Um, yeah, and the experience mm -hmm. of getting your first apple whatever whatever it was like oh man, yeah this is this is and, the future and you pull out the box yeah, yeah right yeah, you pull the out the box and they had yeah. all these stuff and you were like it was like a thing it was christmas in july right mm -hmm. that's the that's a brand that's the power of a brand right when i think about um uh, canon or i think about sony or i think about you know no frills or, 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 or the right? air jordan the, or the, the air yeah. jordan brand right yeah, exactly. I, I think about Air Jordan, um, and I think to myself, you know, I think about excellence. I, I think about Nike, right? The Nike swoosh, right? And I think about, you know, just do it. I, I think about um, continually being excellent and, and moving forward and being sleek and being sexy and being um, authentic and being athletic and muscular and, and, and being a champion. All of those things you know, make up the brand that is Nike or is Jordan or et cetera, et cetera, right? And I think that that when you're thinking about your brand, your personal brand, you gotta you gotta start out with what you know is true, right? You wanna think about your ideal self, the ideals of what you would like your brand to feel like, and then also be willing to ask people what they think of your brand or what they think of you, right? And and, and allow them don't just talk to the friends that'll be nice to you. Talk oh, to the friends that are going to be honest with you. Yeah, man. But, yo, you know, like, that's the thing. It's hard to find guys like that, man. Well, yeah, because the guys will be like, yo, man, I think, you know. Yo, it's yo, tough things still. Are right, yo, yo, it's yeah, tough Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. Yo, 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 Reggie, yo. Proper. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's proper still. It's proper. <laughs> and it's a stick man. It's a stick man. Air Jordan as yo proper things yo yo honestly yo I'd buy two of those things or put that on the shoe and the and the t-shirt. No, you won't. You're no, not you gonna won't. buy yeah, that. Yeah. No, you're you not won't. gonna buy it. Let's let's all have a real conversation, right? Yeah. You're not going yeah. to buy that, right? Yeah. So so it's it's really about and this this goes back to our previous point is that you have a coach, you have a, a mentor, you have a teacher in your life to to give you a unbiased, unfiltered um um you know checklist mm -hmm. of a perspective mm -hmm. um about your business your brand or where you're trying to go um that's not marred by your tunnel vision because right now you're just seeing what you want to get to you see yeah. the end end result but when you have a mentor when you have a teacher when you have a coach they can see the thing at a different angle that you'll never be able to see it at and they don't have the emotional attachment that you have to it right mm -hmm. You may think, oh man, this logo is so good because it's the first logo I had and everybody likes it and blah, blah, blah. But it's not the logo that needs to take you to from point A to point B now or to C or D. Or you may be like, yeah, I got to do a podcast because I saw Darnell do a podcast and, and that's what he needs to do. And I'm going to do thanks coach, big up man, Malton man podcast. And, and that's not what you're supposed to do. Maybe you're just supposed to do photos with some inspirational quotes and that's mm -hmm. okay. Or maybe, mm -hmm. you know, go out and do some inspirational speaking. You got to figure out what, what that is, but you also have to have build the infrastructure of people around you that are willing to, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, most definitely. And I would also add, uh, you know, don't be shy at spending money. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> my dad always says he's like he's like Tristan, Tristan, just spend the money for for, for the equipment that you need because and just do the job right. So you can do the. And I'm like, yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it, Dad. And and that's how I, I live by that. Like, you know, I, I've spent thousands of dollars on on you know equipment and all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, I can go into any room and be like. Yes, I can produce, you know, this type of film or this type of video or this type of photography because I have the equipment and I know how to use it as well. It's not good enough to just buy the equipment. You got to know how to use it, too. You got to practice on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Scared, scared money don't make money. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know because like like part of it was like and, and I spent um, money on, you know, putting this thing together and, mm -hmm. and making sure because like when you when you put your product out there, you can't take it back. And yep. so when I want people to feel the quality of the instrumentals, because, you know, uh, you know, not all instrumentals are created equal. You know, they've got not the free ones, you got the free ones, and then you got ones from actual producers, you know. So there, I, there's there's the Google library yeah. or the, the whatever the YouTube library. And mm -hmm. then there's the actual stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And people people that know, know. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hear it, when you hear it, they're yeah. like, OK, wait a minute. This beat, this beat, I'm, I'm vibing. So even throughout the show. With the intro where um, I do the audio blog and the reminiscing, it's it it it, it gives you a different feel than the um, intersection in the middle. But I wanted those aspects to be quality. I wanted the brand, the the logo, to feel reminiscent. Like if you guys look at the logo, the logo. Thanks, Coach. Um, I took it from. Well, I, I was inspired by uh, Cheers. The mm. Show Cheers. I want to mm -hmm. go where everybody knows my name. Right? Sometimes you ought to go where everybody <laughs> knows your name. Yeah, man. Ding, 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 ding. Sorry. It's yeah, great. no, no, but but that was the feel. I was like, you know, I, I want guys to feel like, okay, look, man, this is where yeah everybody knows your name. This is this is a community of OGs. You know, we're not little kids no more. Um, cheers. Kids couldn't go to that bar. It was a grown man bar. Right. And, yep. and, and that was yep. the feeling. I wanted that reminiscing kind of bar feel for thanks, coach. Where guys were just like, yeah, man, let's just reminisce. Uh, it isn't necessarily about like, you know, how to improve your game or this and that, but more mm -hmm. so like the love between the player coach relationship and also the camaraderie um, mm -hmm. while you're with guys. And, and that was the feel I was going for. So, again, guys, I encourage you if you are trying to put anything out, just make sure that, you know, it's representative of who you are. Um, so, so, so bet on yourself and put the money on it. Um, well, yeah. well this, but, but this is the thing. It, 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 this is the thing that I always tell people is that like, is this something that you really truly believe in? Right. It has to go back to, is this alive in you? If it's alive in you, then you can always make back that money, mm -hmm. right? That, that money that you spend on, on a, a, a you know, on a, audio technician or on a photographer or on on a website or whatever else you can make that back because you're you're following your passion and you're creating something that that's speaking to culture and, and creating uh speaking to your tribe right your vibe will will attract your tribe right if you understand that and you and you put your energy into that vibe and you put your energy into that branding and you put energy into telling that story from the very beginning of of people getting in contact with whatever you're creating let's just say in this case it's a podcast Mm -hmm. from the very beginning when they hear the music when they look at the logo and they see the graphics when they see the the bio information when they see the website all of that is 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 the 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 packaging the christmas wrapping that that is that is 
um, you know, hiding or, or presenting the gift of the podcast to your viewers. And that's important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Brian Perez, uh, who, who did the, uh, branding work and, and so people are kind of worrying, wondering about the, um, the feel. So like the, the paper, the, the paper was kind of yeah. like a, a scrapbook feel. So when me and him were talking about it, he was like, okay, well, I said I, I wanted something reminiscent. So he, so he's like, okay, well, how about like a scrapbook? And so that's why the pictures look the way they do. They look like they've been glued into a scrapbook. Like you mm. cut out the picture and they're glued onto a scrapbook. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So so Brian so Brian was kind of like helping me develop that idea. And and so if you guys are interested in his stuff and want to check out his work, it's Brian Perez uh Perez with a Z of course design.com uh you want to check his stuff out he's in Seattle um but what's also interesting with why I was working with Brian was because he's from where I'm from and mm -hmm. and he used to work for Nike and he's a sneakerhead right so he used to work for Nike he's a sneakerhead so he was doing a lot of designs for Nike as well so at that point I was just like okay you know what this guy me and him speak the same language. We met a long time ago in New York. He's from yeah. yeah, he's from Washington Heights, New York. He lives in Seattle now, but but we speak the same language. He's from he's from the place that we all wish we were from <laughs> in a way, right? So um so yeah, so you know, reach out to people. Tristan, you also do branding, you also do um packaging. So let the people know um the services you yeah. provide in podcasting. Yeah, so um, I I do um, I provide podcasting services. So if if people are looking for um, any sort of um, uh, editing services for podcasting, I provide that. But then I also provide um, equipment services. So if you're looking for equipment rentals or you're looking for a an a audio engineer, um, I provide all those services. I help uh, with clients or I help my clients actually um, distribute and produce all of their podcasts. So I, I'm working on right now, I have about five or six different podcasts I'm working on right now. And um, they're systematically um, being released. We're on a couple of I have my own personal um, podcast called Story Over Everything, the podcast that allows you to talk to or speak to the 17 year old version of yourself. And that's on season two. And we're focused on women that I admire. So um, I'm really, really excited about that podcast, because it's just all about telling uh, allowing people to tell their story um and, and really sharing their ups downs you know the lowest points and then how they kind of overcame that and and, and came to a place where they are now um in success and 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 also just thinking about how they're moving forward so yeah there are a lot of things that i'm, I'm doing but specifically around podcasting um even if you're looking for branding in terms of like photography or or graphics i can definitely Press provide photos. some of those services Press yeah, photos. photos. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Photos, videos. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those are super important, especially because once you once you find your niche and you start uh, distributing this, and you'll know this too as well, Darnell. Um, you know, people, media will come to you, and and when you become that that sort of voice of almost whatever, famous. Yeah, almost famous type <laughs> almost of thing. Famous. You you want to have your media kit already together. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to be yeah, trying yeah. to build build your media kit after the fact. Or, or, or they probably take you uh, pictures off your Facebook from you at a yeah, barbecue. It's terrible. It, it's absolutely burger. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, just, it's just a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah, most deaf, most deaf. Yeah, guys. Um, so again, uh, to the listeners, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Uh, hope I'm looking forward to doing a season two. And I got some guys in, in mind. Uh, if you guys have any buddy you want to suggest 
for me to do an interview with, let me know. Uh, if you want to recommend yourself, it's okay. You know, it doesn't, you know, ain't, ain't no shame in that. Um, holler at me, let me know, and uh, we'll we'll try to see if we can make it work. And again, the people that, um, that I, I, I'm trying to interview are guys who are coaching, who are giving back, who are developing, whether they have a team or they're training or whatever the case may be. So just somebody, um, and let me know, guys. And yeah, thank you for season two. Tristan, where can the guys get in touch with yeah, you yeah yeah so um you can you can check me out at uh tristanbarracks.com that's my website it has everything on there in terms of my information and contact information if you want to check out some of my work you can um use the hashtag hashtag the digital storyteller that's the digital storyteller um and you'll see all my work there um as well as just using just googling my name tristan barracks uh that's t-r-i-s-t-a-n B-A-R-R-O-C-K-S. Bar on Rocks. You got my last name. All right? Okay, cool, cool. And you guys know, uh, for me, again, is Darnell on Darnell Samuels on Facebook. Do good to Darnell on Twitter or Instagram. That's D-O-G-U-D-D-A underscore Darnell on Instagram or Twitter. And, yeah, holla at me. Let me know. And don't forget to say thanks, Coach. <laughs>